Welcome back to the Morning Kick Podcast. This is a replay episode from the live YouTube, Facebook and LinkedIn show produced by Excite Media. We encourage you if you're looking at digital marketing, website design, to contact us via excitemedia.com.au. Now let's revisit one of our earlier programs and join our guest. Oh, good morning, Kicksters. The mobile phone is beeping. It's obviously an early morning. It is Thursday, and welcome to the Morning Kick. We're going to be getting right into it very shortly, talking about all things PR, public relations, and how can you master it as a small business. But keep in mind, the Morning Kick is now a podcast. Have you got your app out on the phone? Get it up there, whether you're using Google Podcasts, whatever your favorite app, and start looking for the morning kick and get subscribing. It'll be good to have you along and picking up on some of the past episodes. Keep in mind, the morning kick is now at about 54 episodes. And this morning, we're welcoming to the show a gentleman that I've known for some time, Lyle Mercer. Thanks for joining us this morning. How have you been this bright and fine morning? Good to see you, Andrew. It is lovely to be up, uh, up and at it at 8 a.m. Hey, listen, we've known each other for a while and, and your expertise in PR is really renowned. I'm glad to have some experience here that we can talk about. Let's start off with how you actually got into public relations in the first place. Bit of background, is it something you fell into or chased when you were younger? No, I studied journalism and uh, started as a freelance journalist and we used to write for many years ago. When I was saying this is back in the 90s, this was pre-internet days, where as a freelancer you had to uh, write the story, uh, get someone to double type it in double spacing, uh, take your photos would be those transparencies, you know, the old slides, you'd take photos, you'd put it in an envelope and mail it off to the editor of the Australian or the Courier Mail or the Adelaide Advertiser, whoever I was writing for at the time, and, uh, and then you'd wait for the actual print issue of the paper to, uh, to hit the newsagent in the morning. So, so that's when I started. I'm not that old, but it's, you know, the, when, you, when you think about the progress, uh, the internet hasn't been around for actually that long. And uh, certainly, and then, we, then after I uh, uh, was in it a few years, we, uh, we learned about the floppy disk, of course. And, so, and then, of course, emails made it everything and, uh, and the internet's made it everything diff uh, completely different. But that's how I started. And then a few years into that, I realised that as much as uh, journalism was fun and it was great and as a freelancer, I would travel and I would write, uh, at some point I had to make a living and, uh, <laughs> and so I switched to the corporate side in public relations and I've been there ever since for about 20, 20 25 years. Hey, you, you've really hit on a few things that happened um, particularly during the 90s and funnily enough, Tom Hanks has a new series out called The 90s, which is on the Binge Network, part of Foxtel. I was watching it yesterday, and NBC correspondent Martin Gumbel was talking about this new thing called the internet. And he was like, <laughs> that little A with a circle around it. Um, what do, do people actually write to the internet? How, how does this thing work? Yeah. And, of course, you're right, only 20-odd years later, and that's become so much part of our lives. Lyle Mercer PR, uh, so we're going to be showing your website a little bit later, but was that kind of a, an outcome of serving the corporate and then wanting to move into new areas? 
look, what ha- what happened is I was uh, I was doing uh, bits and pieces in PR in in Brisbane, and uh, just doing some local things for a number of years. And then in the year two thousand, I went over to America to live for about uh, about eight years, seven years, and uh, I, I came back. And someone just called me. They heard I was back in town. They said, look, can you help us with some PR? And so, okay, I did that. So I was doing that. And they said, can you send us an invoice? Well, what do I call myself? So I just called Mercer PR. <laughs> that was my invoice. And so I actually didn't even have any great intention. I didn't have a business plan or anything. And, but that was 10 years ago now. We've been going as a company for 10 years. And we now deal uh, across Australia, across the world, across the Pacific. We've got clients uh, internationally. And before COVID, I, I travelled a lot. Uh, obviously, COVID has has affected us like it has affected many many industries. Uh, and uh, one of the main areas for me was was travel. So I've, I'm I'm sort of I'm enjoying. I'm not necessarily enjoying the reduction in income, but I'm certainly enjoying the uh, reduction in travel. Well, Lyle, you're here for a purpose. We're wanting to get to understand what public relations is all about. And so it's a good opportunity to bring somebody like yourself in who can speak to business owners about why they need public relations. Now, keep in mind, if you're either watching the replay or if you're watching us live on YouTube, LinkedIn or Facebook, you can actually put your questions to Lyle in the show by putting them into the comments. So please feel free to do that. Lyle, let's start off with what public relations is. It's obviously a broad topic. We tend to hear it when we see the six o'clock news and ah, there's somebody speaking PR for a firm or something. But can you give us a bit more context so that a small business owner knows where PR might fit into their life? Yeah, I think it's it's um, it's one of those areas where people say, I'm in PR, I'm in PR. And when the media talks about a, a, a female in PR, they invariably call them for some reason a PR queen. If you haven't noticed that every time there's a PR person, that's that's how they put it. So I'm not really sure where that term came from, but uh, certainly people have misconceptions of what it is, but it's really simple. Uh, and to, to bring it right down to the basics, public relations means to have a relationship with your public's and your publics are your stakeholders. Uh, when you say the word stakeholders, it sounds very official and bureaucratic, but if you say my publics, it humanises the, the stakeholder. So every business, whether it's a small business or a large corporation, has publics, people they deal with, whether it's their customers, whether it's their suppliers, their staff, their employees. All of those people are your publics or your key stakeholders. They're the people you need to communicate with on a regular basis. So public relations is simply communicating with those people. So it's it's quite simple. Every business does PR. Uh, you don't need a PR firm to do PR. We're already doing it. Some people do it well and some people don't, and that's the difference. Uh, like, you probably don't understand from a small business perspective, I'm used to the things that I'm good at, and I hear people talk about needing to market my business, and then there's PR. Is there a crossover of those two, or where do marketing and PR stop and start? There's more of a crossover now than there used to be. Marketing invariably is when you go out and talk about yourself. There's an old saying, marketing is you talking about yourself, and PR is someone else talking about you. Um, so and there is a little bit of a uh, little bit of truth to that, but there is a crossover now because of the digital world. So uh, public relations to me is all about building trust with your public. Marketing is when you go out and advertise, but PR is a longer. T- well, I guess marketing is longer term as well, but PR is a longer term uh, issue, and it's all about building trust. 
Everything you do, every part, every communication that you make to one of your publics is about building trust. It's about getting your, your customers, your stakeholders, your employees to go, yeah, we trust you. And so there's a, there's a distinct difference. Now, that said, in this digital world, you've got things like SEO, which, of course, is a bit of both because, uh, you know, you're marketing, you're paying for SEO, but at the same time, there's an area of SEO that affects public relations. When people Google you now, uh, you know, you want the right things to come up. Uh, so there's, there is definitely a crossover now. However, if you, if you think about public relations as a strategy to effectively communicate in a way to build trust, and trust is important because every business goes through difficult times. And we're, we're in a difficult time at the moment. There's a lot of businesses uh, affected by COVID. Now, in difficult times, you want your publics, your stakeholders to trust you because you want them to, when you say to them, this is what's happening, you want them to believe you. But they'll only believe you if they already trust you, if you've already got what I call it money in the trust bank and so currency, at least, in the trust bank. So that's what PR is. It's continual communication, talking to people, communicating in a way that, that builds credibility, builds trust and reinforces all the reasons why people should deal with you. It's interesting that one of the things we talked about is that you want to have goodwill in your business. And in the old days, goodwill was just the word of mouth way that people spoke about you in the local community. But at the end of the day, when you were going to sell a business, there was actually a financial allocation to that goodwill was yes. actually in the balance sheet. And I guess public relations is about being able to build that up, isn't it? It's exactly right that the only difference is, of course, is now there's so many more forums for people to talk about your business and your company. So word of mouth is still the most important part of, of, of PR. It's people talking about you, whether it's in the media, whether it's face-to-face, -face, whether it's on social media. But, of course, now we live in an age where with social media, everyone has a forum to speak negatively about you as well. And so that's one of the big challenges we have in this modern era. One thing that I was going to ask you about was the issue of when things go wrong. And, and we've seen some tragic situations where PR firms have had to speak on behalf of a company. But even when a business is trying to do their best, and during COVID, they're a business that is trying to fix all their clients' problems, but may find that they are at odds with a particular sector of their uh, business community or community in general, where does a PR firm help in that reputation management side of things or dealing with these big issues? Well, a public relations firm will come in looking at it from the outside. One of the biggest challenges we have, and I'm almost loath to use the word bubble now because I used to talk about we all lived in our bubble. Well, now with COVID, we're in literal bubbles, aren't we? We're in tangible bubbles. Uh, but before that, uh, I used to talk about the fact that everyone in our industries, no matter whether you're a baker, whether you're a, an accountant, or whatever form of business you're in, you live in your bubble, you live in your world, and you surround yourself with other people in your world. And so when you're doing that, you tend to have a more of a, of a narrow focus on what you're doing, whether it's marketing, whether it's, uh, whether it's any sort of communication. So a PR firm has the ability to look in from the outside and go, hang on, have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? Because we're, we're not attached to you. We're not in your bubble. And so it's, it's a lot easier for someone on the outside to look in and see a potential crisis or see a potential issue than it is for someone on the inside. And that's the same with, with any 
form of life. That's why people uh, help people who are having issues in life with all sorts of things. They have interventions because they can see where someone's heading. Well, we as a PR company, we can see where companies are heading. We can see where businesses are going and what they're saying. And sometimes a business, and we've seen it before, we've seen businesses come out with great what they call it marketing campaigns, and yet you see that they get panned because it just wasn't the right thing to say or the right way to do it at that time. And the reason they do that is because they're not thinking it from the outside. So the importance of having someone objective to look in from the outside and go, okay, this is how your public see you. Because on the inside, and politicians are a great example for that, why do they say such crazy things sometimes? Because they live in this world that they live in and, and they somehow think that, that the people respond a certain way and we're all sitting on the outside going, what are you talking about? And so that's, that's the essence of having an outside advisor. Lyle, I can think of two incidents recently where a public relations firm would have been needed for a small business. One was a situation where it was really out of their control. And we think of what was happening in the strawberry farm market when suddenly those needles started appearing within strawberries and people were wondering about, should I buy a punnet of strawberries anymore? Mm. And then recently, I also saw a building firm who did exactly what you said. They put a marketing campaign on the TV within the copy of the marketing campaign was more or less a swear word on the edge of what was tolerable. And all the ads went out with this kind of, you would say, gray area swear word in it. And then later on, the ads appeared without it. They were reshot, redone, put out mm. again. These are the kind of things that maybe a small business isn't expecting. So can you give us some guidelines when do I know I need a PR firm? When can I recognize that I should be talking to people like yourself? Interestingly enough, uh, in both of those examples, um, I don't know about the building company, but the strawberry, I was actually asked to come in on the ABC one time and, and talk about that strawberry side of things with a couple of other people in the industry. And it was, uh, there's an example though, of when you talked about, you spoke about goodwill before, there's an example of uh, how people rallied. People rallied because they knew it was out of the control of the farmers. And, and people generally like to stick up for people who are, who are doing it tough, particularly when it's nothing to do with them. And so we really rallied around the strawberry industry. And uh, I, I was in King George Square where they had the ice creams. And unfortunately, I was too busy doing the interview that I didn't get a chance to have an ice cream. But, I, but I'll tell you, thousands of others did. Uh, there, were, there were lines down the block. It was, it was crazy. In terms of the building firm, uh, that, that's a good example. Where, when a company should actually look at PR is not when they have a crisis but it's before, it's, it's in the beginning, it's in the planning stage. But this is where most companies go wrong. They wait till it's already on social media instead of thinking about the ramifications early. Now, if this company, and I, I'm not going to talk about this issue, I don't know the issue, I don't know the company, but I can tell you that most of the time when we get called in, we can look back on the timeline and we can, we can identify the point where things went wrong. And that point is always usually a decision that was made something that was done that could have been that could have been made differently or could have been done differently now there's no point you can't change the past but you can change the future and you can prevent the future so thinking about the ramifications before you do anything is vital before you put something on social media before you uh, make a speech if before you um, do a marketing campaign thinking how will this be uh, how, will, how will people respond to this 
And even if you don't want a PR firm involved, just talk to someone outside of your world, outside of your business, and say, what, how do you think people respond to this? Uh, so early, the answer to that is, is not what most companies do, and the answer to that is to, to engage early, to say, look, we're thinking of doing this. How do you think this will play out in the public domain? And that way you're getting that outside advice. Now, if you don't do that and all of a sudden something happens in your business and something appears on social media, and that's that's a way that a lot of things do happen these days, of course. The first you know about it is someone's talking about it on Twitter. At that point, don't ignore it. Have a look at it and go, okay, is this something that will just be, is this someone having a bit of a shot at us or is this something that could actually escalate? Because unfortunately, small businesses are not immune to being attacked on social media. Uh, obviously, large companies, politicians, they get attacked, but so do small businesses. I know a restaurant, uh, there was a restaurant in Brisbane a couple a few years ago that, that closed down because of the attacks. And the attack was all based on the name of the restaurant and the theme of the restaurant. It, the, the, the service, nothing to do with the service, nothing to do with the food. But, of course, these days in this political politically correct world, activists and people get offended over everything. We live in a world where everything is amplified and everyone is outraged. And that presents great danger to business, whether it's small business or large corporations. So there's two things to keep in mind. One is a little thing can easily become a big thing. And the second is people are outraged about everything. And that, that presents real challenges for businesses. So thinking about the ramifications before you do something is the most important, but also knowing your publics, knowing who your stakeholders are. And if there is something comes up, if someone does complain, go act quickly, act quickly and communicate and just say, look, we, this, was, this was our intention, we're sorry, or uh, this is what we mean. Say something that, that connects with those people. Yeah, isn't it funny that we, we know coming from an Australian background with cricket analogies living through our life, you're better to be on the front foot with these things if you're facing the fastball, whatever it may be. Lon, thanks very much for joining us today. There's been some great insights there. And if people want to get in touch, let's just very quickly have a look at the Mercer PR website. So you can flick along and go to mercerpr.com. And here I noticed that as well as giving advice on your PR services that people can talk to you about, Lyle, uh, there was also the media training. Can you give us a little bit of background as to where that may be relevant for some of our viewers? Look, it's relevant for everyone because if you're called upon to talk to the media, if you're called upon to, even in a podcast situation, and you say the wrong thing and you do the wrong thing or you, or you mess up that interview, that, that's a, uh, that can have major ramifications as well. And we've history is uh, is littered with uh, stories of people that have done a bad interview or have said the wrong thing and all of a sudden it escalates a situation instead of diffusing it instead of fixing it it makes it worse so uh, with before covid we would do all our media training in person but now we do it online as well and it's not that expensive to do online media training and I think that anyone who's a potential spokesperson in the media should be trained to know how to deal with the media, to know how to understand it, to know how to handle journalist questions. You don't want to be thinking about that when a current affair is in your, uh, in your foyer. 
Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. And I guess it's just hand, having an understanding of the basic principles so that when you need to deal with it, it all comes back to you as opposed to on the spot, suddenly, oh, what do I do? What do I say? Some great advice. Well, thanks very much for joining us on The Morning Kick. Hope that we thanks, can keep Andrew. in touch and maybe get some insights and be talking to you for all the right reasons. Thanks again. Thank you, absolutely. Appreciate you having me. Well, guys, some really good insight. Lyle Mercer from Mercer PR here on The Morning Kick. I hope that you'll be able to check out his website, mercerpr.com, and find out exactly what services he can offer your business. And maybe you've kind of grown to the point where you're thinking, actually, PR is something that we should be considering as well. And if so, he's the man to talk to.